B-Pod Studios. Comic books, video games, anime, sci-fi. If you've been made fun of for it, we're probably going to talk about it. Come on, man. You know I only surf Transformer sites when there's girls around so they can see how cool I am. Nerd Radio starts now. Welcome to another week of Nerd Stop Radio. Wherever you, you, oh, no. Not even. Oh, no. That was a total. My, that was sure a, it was. Kerfuffle. Sure it was. It was a Nerd Radio kerfuffle right out, right at the top. Al's already getting on my bad side. Welcome to another week of Nerd Radio. I, know, I, wherever I you swore get, you in German earlier. Wherever you get in your podcast, it's part of the B-Pod Studios Network and all over your social media at Nerd Radio 101. My name is Chuck Bean. I am joined, as always, by the man who puts the scream in ice cream, James. Oh, hello. Oh, How you, you doing? Go. Making the ice cream scream. Huh? Yeah, exactly. And the man who puts the fun in funeral, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Elbeck. Did he get a book of these? He's got I, a book of these. I did not. No. <laughs> How far ahead did you did you work on these? Uh, I may have thought of him while I was laying in bed last night. Oh, he's thinking about us in bed. <laughs> he's, thinking about, he's having some fun, screaming in bed. Yep. And then thinking about going to his funeral. I can't wait to find out what I put the black in. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going there. I'm not going there at whatsoever. That's whatsoever. We are joined this week by uh, Mr. Steve Black, also uh, one of our one of our compatriots over at 101 WRIF, and a huge Star Trek nerd. Yeah, I'm in. And uh, that's uh, one of the reasons why we had. It's funny because I usually have to set up when people are coming in and, and when, uh, you know, what we're going to be talking about and stuff like that. Steve actually informed me when I saw him over the weekend <laughs> that he was coming in. Perfect. Al is getting a little. by the horns. Yeah. Got to let him know. He's getting a little big for his britches over yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> I think I started with, did Al tell you yet? Oh, you did. no. Yes, you did. And I'm like, no, so but that's like great. I was demanding or anything. No. Right. No, I, I always tell everyone in the building, I was like, it's open door policy at Nerd Radio, which is why, you know, it's bit us in the ass a couple of times. That's why the checkpoint guys keep walking <laughs> sir in here. Has, yeah. Sir has, yeah. But I always tell people, I was like, you want to come in and talk about some yeah. nerd stuff? This is where to do it. Yes. Well, there was a time, full disclosure, there was a time we were very desperate for content. There was. And now we just won't shut the hell up. Yeah. But yeah, there was a time we were like, please, my God, like... You like Legos. Let's talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) Ain't nothing wrong with liking Legos. The the Lego talk is probably pretty good if the person I'm thinking (laughs) was involved. No, and he'll be back. Let me tell you. He better be back. We've discussed it. He'll be back to show us some of his Lego stuff on Twitch. So that's going to be great. So. Yeah, no, this is one of those times, too, where, like, I did set up the guest with Steve because we're both the, the big Trekkies. Yes. And so, like, Picard obviously was big news. Uh, the the premiere of the show, so I was like, well, Steve, you got to come in and talk about it. If nothing yep. else, the premiere and the finale, we got to bookend it. And then, like, I didn't even think about the fact that oh, there might be something else going on. Like, we're supposed to have Erica in to <laughs> right. talk Royal Rumble later, <laughs> right? So I'm just like, I'm booking guests with no idea what the hell's <laughs> like. I've, I don't even research topics. Like, I know what else is going on here. <laughs> you were like, look, we're going to talk about this thing, and I'm bringing backup. Yes, exactly. <laughs> well, because I don't pay attention to anything, and I'm dumb and forget stuff. So I need Steve, who's smart and remembers things, to cover my ass. <laughs> This is my show prep. I brought somebody else to do my job. <laughs> to do your homework for you. Fantastic. Anyone else want to do their jobs today? That's exactly what's going it's on. the most particular. perfect drop I've ever played on this entire thing. You're right. better at it, Al. Yeah, well, let's... Uh, oh, well, let's not get too ahead of ourselves here. <laughs> let's get right... <laughs> All right, I'm done. <laughs> I can wait. Uh, well, go ahead. <laughs> let's get right into it. Star Trek Picard, the first episode on CBS All Access, came out last Thursday... And uh, the funny thing is, 
I, knowing that the show was coming out on Thursday, I uh, I I logged into CBS Access middle of the day. I think yeah. I told you about this. I logged in and saw that somebody was halfway through the episode. Yeah. So I didn't want to just watch the whole thing and screw up wherever they were, figuring it was the one who was paying for CBS sure, All Access. Sure, yeah. So I was like, I'll log in later. I saw you the next day, and you're like, no, I didn't watch it. Yeah, I didn't watch it until later on in the night. So we, we started what, to play yeah. this game of like, who was watching, who was watching? at 3 in the afternoon on Thursday? Yeah. So. <laughs> that one might have been me, actually, but there were a couple op- options, yeah. Right, for sure. But, but now, when I, when I logged in... Steve had already watched it. Yeah. And and I looked and I was like, oh my God, Picard. And I was like, the play line, what the hell? Is oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it was it was a very confusing for a moment that because right. Steve beat me to it. So you guys are the big Trekkies. What do you think of uh the first episode of the new show? Um first of all, how spoiler heavy are we going? Because I'm the only thing I there, sometimes we go spoiler heavy True. on movies and stuff, but CBS All Access, I feel like there's a lot of Trekkies that are maybe still on the fence. So I don't want to, like, okay. blow too much storyline. So Why don't we? So there's no need for me to be here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. because I, I don't thinking... need to remember anything if we're not going to talk about it. Well, good. <laughs> fair point. So right. Spoiler alert. So yeah. spoiler alert. We'll just put it out there that we will I be talking think we about should... the content. Yes, we should at least, I should have thought we should at least address it up front. Yeah. Uh, so people do know. So if you haven't watched it, you haven't gotten the opportunity to watch it yet, you may want to just like, I don't know, fast forward about 15 minutes or so. Yeah, we don't yes. want anybody to find out that uh, Picard's actually going to be a dad. Right. <laughs> And the, the mother is an alien. Well, you never know. <laughs> That's more if that was a, Captain Kirk, I was I just going to say, yes, if it was Kirk. Um, that was not a real spoiler. Yeah. At least I hope or don't think so. <laughs> I don't th- no, like the Hugh Jackman spoiler last week? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Three episodes and I'm texting James, F you! <laughs> <laughs> an accidental spoiler. Uh, right. No, I, I was happy with it. Oh, yeah, I'm very happy with it. Very happy, very excited for what comes next. But it was really cool because you've seen it as well, Chuck. You I did, have. You did get around to eventually yep. watching. So opening up with seeing the Enterprise D was very special um, because obviously, as we know, in the Generations movie, that was the end of the D. You <laughs> 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 finally found the end, huh? It's it when they, that long. When they crashed the D. Yeah, they crashed the D, yeah. Um, the V. But yeah, right the, the, the warp core uh, goes critical and blows up the star drive and the saucer section crashes on a planet. So uh, seeing... That's the, a spoiler for an old-ass movie. For an old-ass movie. I think the <laughs> statute of limitations is up on that. And, right. And takes its time crashing into that yes, planet. it dude. does. That is a long yes. film sequence. And then, of course, they leave... It's a big the, D. The, it is a big D. That's a big-ass D. Uh, and, of course, they leave the Nexus. We get to see it crash twice. <laughs> yes. I just watched Generations last night, actually. <laughs> so that one's fresh. But there was a detail in the opening about that Steve remembered... That I had forgotten, the, the music? Right. Oh, yeah. The uh, sort of the opening song, if you will, is the song that Data sings in uh, uh, Nemesis. Nemesis. Oh, yeah. really? And it, it really is only important because at the end where they've tried to download Data into B4, who is one of the other androids, for those not totally following Thank along. Thank you. I appreciate that um, clarification. Yeah. Well, you were like, looking B4. at me like, what the hell's a B4? Is that like a BB-8? Yeah. Well, <laughs> is it like an R2-D2? <laughs> it, it is an artificial life form. So yeah. in a well, way, Nemesis yeah. spoiler, Data sacrifices himself to save Picard. I haven't seen oh. that one yet. Well, a Statue of Limitations, once again, is up. Son so B4. You don't even care about spoilers. Shut up. <laughs> B4 is a relative of Data, okay? And... 
at first it looks like there's no data transfer from data to B4, and then at the end of Nemesis, he's humming that same song that Data had been singing, ah. which he would have no knowledge of. And then the opening of this entire Star Trek Picard, yep. the music they use, the music bed, is... Bing Crosby doing that song. Right. It's the same song. Oh, right. Like, hey, all right. So right away, we are tying into extreme nerds. Yeah. Like, nobody's going to notice that unless you've seen a lot of Star Trek. Right. Or maybe had just watched Nemesis the day before like Steve did. Yes. So, <laughs> so does this episode kind of pick up where all the movies and stuff left off? It's like, 20 uh, years after. Okay. Yeah, 20 yeah. years later, so which that, is how long well, ago cool Nemesis that they use that came song out. Then to tie it all together. Yes. Yeah. That way you know, okay. Here's what we picked up last time. Right. Years. And then that opening sequence turns out to be a dream, but it's the right. only time that we get to see Picard in a Starfleet uniform, which is particularly yeah. cool. Because it opens and we're like, oh, yeah, he's in uniform. He's on the ship. This is awesome. Yes. And another thing that was pointed out to me uh, in another podcast um, is in that opening scene, it, it zooms in, you see the Enterprise D, and it goes through the transparent aluminum into 10 forward, which is the popular bar on the Enterprise. Uh, and it's just Data and Picard. The rest of the room is empty, which is already sort of a... It's the popular bar on the Enterprise? It is. Yeah. It is. <laughs> is there like, a, a, like a, a non-popular I'm bar? I'm sure there's a there more than one. one bar? There's got to be. There's, there's got to be, be a yeah. Where's one the dive somewhere. bar of the Enterprise? Right. Yeah, right. They never <laughs> show you any of the other bars, but that's, there has to that's be That's coming more. up in the new series that they're doing. <laughs> the, um, yeah. What is the cartoon series? Oh, uh, Lower, Lower Decks. Decks. Lower, Decks. Lower Decks. Yeah. Decks. Oh, really? It's something yeah. serious that's coming? Yes. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah, there's, there's a, a uh, comedy coming out based on Star Trek, yeah. and it's about the people you never see on the show. It, it's yeah. called Lower Decks. I love it. That, <laughs> that's got my attention more I, so than Picard. Yeah, right. I guarantee you they're yeah. going to a CD bar somewhere yes. on the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But already uh, you kind of have a tip off that it's a dream because the rest of Ten Forward is deserted aside from Picard and Data. But also what was pointed out to me, uh, Data is wearing the – Later DS9 slash uh, the later uh, TNG is. movies uniform with the gray shoulders. Yep. Yeah, so he's wearing a uniform that you they never wore on the Enterprise D. So it's definitely not a flashback or anything right. like that. It's already it's a little out of sorts. That's cool. I didn't pick up that detail. Yeah. Neither had I. I, I was informed. <laughs> no, no. I was... I was just watching it going like this is this is kind of a, like there wasn't anything in the new Star Wars movie that really moved me. But like watching Picard buy time because he doesn't want the game to be over. Yeah. was just it's kind of like, oh, that's sweet. Yeah. Well, and Patrick Stewart can still act the crap out of just about anything. Uh, but it's it's crazy. And I think, you know, James would have already experienced this in Logan. You can tell he's old because his voice is a little weaker. And so sure. it, it makes me feel a little sad listening to him speak because of that but i mean he's still i mean it's still an acting clinic anytime yeah. that man's on screen well, his voice never seems to waver at all when he's doing voices for seth MacFarlane, like family guy yeah. american dad or i think more so american dad he's one of the cia agent leads yeah yeah and he voices that character i've never noticed anything i wonder if maybe that's part of his it's acting. Mul- maybe it's you know, multiple that's takes. His acting ability there i didn't think he actually did the voice i always assumed that was no, no actually no, him. him i that's thought it was yeah. McFarlane doing the yeah, no, no, impression. No. wow yeah no, once that. i saw his name in the credits i was like holy crap wow. they got right. sir patrick stewart yeah. to voice a character who killed a hooker <laughs> right. in a cartoon series <laughs> what is happening right now well he credits the the cast of tng for because he he said when he's when he took that role as as 
uh, Captain Picard, he was very serious. Yes, yes, in in the next generation. Uh, Like, he came from doing Shakespeare in the theater. And, you know, all the other American actors are goofing around in between takes. And he, like, pulled them aside and was like, there are people here trying to walk. And you're keeping them here late. And we need to be serious. And I think it was Jonathan Frakes that was basically like, you need to just calm out, calm down. You need to chill out. <laughs> We're dude. doing a show about intergalactic relations <laughs> yeah, here, right. Mr. Stewart. And so really it was the, uh, the, the, the cast from TNG that sort of relaxed him a little bit. And he started having more fun with the process of acting rather than just being a super amazing actor all the time. And so he never would have done American Dad before TNG. No, not Absolutely no not. Yeah, that yeah. blew my mind when I found that out. That's yeah. one of the yeah. things that I found really interesting about even this first episode is the amount of special effects money that they have now for a Star Trek. Very cinematic. Yes. Oh, yeah. the, the show Star Trek especially. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And and it's it, it, I, I wonder... I'm, I'm a part-time Star Trek fan. Like I like Star Trek, but I don't know it the way you guys know it. Yeah. But I wonder if the show was stronger when it had less to work with. And I'm not mm. saying that this was bad. I just wonder if when they had less to work with that they had to focus more on like making you have to sure lean the story more on storytelling. Right. Yeah. Well, I think a very key point is that in every Star Trek the first season is the weakest. Yeah. Like if you go to Enterprise, the first season is the weakest. If you go to DS9, first season's the weakest. So I think it t- it takes a little the, bit of time to develop those characters and put them in place. You've got to lay the groundwork. You've got to lay the tracks for everything that's going to come in the future to roll on. So that and, would make sense that it's a little. Yeah. And, and I, not that I'm calling this week because I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Right. This was definitely a setup episode. Oh, there was no question. Everything yes. about this was just set up, set up, set up. Right. And there were cool little sleepers in there. Like, did you get the Maddox reference? Yes. Yeah, they do mention Maddox, who is, uh, I think it's season two, Measure of a Man. Right. Uh, where they they go they take data to trial and, and <laughs> look at this guy ner- knows these nerds, James. He knows the title of the episode from season two. <laughs> when did Lord. season two come out? Season two, oh, that would have been nineteen eighty eight. So he knows <laughs> what eighty eh eighty nine. Yeah, idiot um, savant over there. <laughs> <laughs> he can't he can't remember things no. twenty four hours. He can't later. hit the record button on the memory card, <laughs> but, but he remembers this. Back in nineteen eighty eight, season two, episode three, a oh, story of a man in space. All right, this is the appropriate time to play this drop I've already played. Stop shaming me. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, oh, you're not wrong, James. You're hundred percent correct. But the important detail of Measure of a Man <laughs> yes. was it was Data and Android fighting in a courtroom scene to be not property of to be a, be recognized as a living being yeah, and not property of Star fighting oh, for his right. sentience. Yeah, yeah. Like and Pinocchio that's, wanted to become a real boy. Yeah, that that's that's, <laughs> that's obviously. <laughs> that is, I enjoyed you, it though. I enjoyed you, it. You totally just urinated on me. <laughs> uh, uh, that's what we do here. That's what we have James for. Yep. yep. That's my name tag right here. <laughs> Urinator. <laughs> I'll have to have my Starfleet uniform cleaned yep. and pressed after that <laughs> yeah. one. Yeah. Pinocchio. He puts the nader in urinator. <laughs> yeah. there. Oh, you burned that for last week. You I could have used that. that. Yeah, I could have. Oh, you could have sat on that urinator. I would well, have forgotten used it. it now because I would have forgot last week. I would have forgotten it. Like urinator. Yeah. What? <laughs> but that's uh, something too. Is that it, you can see that moving forward, this uh, this particular series, at least this particular season, is very much going to be about the rights of AI mm-hmm. and the and the androids and stuff like that. But there is a lot of action in this too. There is. We didn't finish that thought. Bruce Maddox, by the way. The reason we brought up that yeah, whole season yeah. two episode. Yeah, yeah. He was Measure the, of a man. Continue. <laughs> 1980 what was it? 80, yeah. 80, now he's just like nerd yeah. flexing. Measure of a man. He was essentially the lawyer on the other side trying to make data his property. He okay. wanted to then 
reverse engineer data so we could build other androids. Yeah. So it turns out now, 20 years in the future, that this guy is the one who actually created these new androids that have come to Picard for help. Ah. So if you didn't know any of that, right? you know, but if you did, you were like, oh my God, they worked medics in. That's so cool. Just mentioned his name. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And for the record, the only reason I know for a fact it was season two, I know that Pulaski- Oh, <laughs> Pulaski, Pulaski was a part of that right, episode. Right, right. Yeah, she was. And she was the doctor only in season two. You know what's funny is that the way the cameras are set up, I just looked at the stream, you guys are looking at each other, but the way the cameras are set up, you guys are looking <laughs> in opposite directions. <laughs> That's true. I thought, I, thought it, I thought you were going to say we were looking lovingly at you. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. The screen. Yeah. Like I just we happened to look over while you guys are looking at each other and Al is looking off okay. camera. So Steve. Yes. <laughs> right. Exactly. Is this work? There, no, yeah, that's perfect. There you go. All right. Yeah. Look at each other, damn it. I'm, you're looking great today, Steve. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but that was the other thing I wanted to bring up is there is a lot more action in this than you would have seen in an, an yeah. older Star Trek show. And I'm sure part of that is knowing the audience, but also trying to make sure that you bring in an audience that may not be, you know, mm-hmm. predisposed to watch a Star Trek yeah. show. Like the android in this uh, particular thing has does these fantastical, like, uh, special moves taking out all these assassins yeah. okay. that are trying to take down her, it's Picard, and stuff. Yeah, there's some, some and- massive combat. And leading, you can see in the previews leading into it, Picard is running in this episode, he's running like a, a wine farm, a winery. Yes. What is that called? Chateau a vineyard. Picard. Yeah, he's, vineyard running, yeah. he's, he's running a vineyard and he's got two Vulcans that uh, live with him that are Romulans. Romulans. Are they Romulans? I think yes, they're yeah. Vulcans. But, anyways, they're going to be. <laughs> Part of you his crew. On your Star Trek game. I guess so. Star Trek with these guys. They're going to be part okay. of the crew. Romulans and Vulcans share common lineage. And, yeah, ancestry. ancestry. DNA. Okay. <laughs> we are never doing this again. My we God. Can... Oh, wait. Here we go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. yeah perfect. <laughs> Wonder nerd powers activated. Right. But you can tell that these two younger people are going to be more of the uh, the Jonathan Frakes. So they're going to be the ones that are doing. You can see one of them welding a sword. And one of the previews and stuff like that. So when you know, thing when somebody's butt's got to be kicked, it's not going to be Patrick Stewart kicking somebody's butt. He's calling the shots. Speaking of the Romulans, something else that uh, was pointed out to me in that same podcast is they canonized the um, like the the death of Romulus, which happens in the 2009 movie. Correct. Remember, Romulus is destroyed, and that causes Nero to go back in time, and eventually, that's how he encounters the the Kelvin. I've seen. I've not. I think Nemesis is one of them, and there's another. The last two okay. I didn't see. Well, obviously the 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 J.J. Abrams movies. It's the Kelvin timeline. It's a different timeline by yeah. going back in time. Um, but the destruction of Romulus takes place before the timeline change. So right. they do address it in Picard, canonizing it, saying, "Yep, Romulus is gone," and there's like an, a big evacuation thing that Picard is involved in. And another thing that I noticed about the show is. Uh, we find out Picard has, since we last saw him in Nemesis, been promoted to Admiral. However... And retired. And retired. Yep. However, the people close to him still refer to him as Captain, which I thought was interesting. But yeah. he does a television interview, and they refer to him as Admiral. But again, it's almost like he's ashamed of his Admiralty. Like he's... You know, or something. There's well, some... he's ashamed of, of Starfleet. He's ashamed of Starfleet. That's they true. asked him why he left Starfleet, and yeah. his answer was because it wasn't Starfleet anymore. Yeah. So and we're gonna get much more into that. There was a there yep. was a Mars. It became Space Force. It became Space Force <laughs> with the same exact logo. Yes, 
saved money. Just had to change the font. Yeah, yeah. Yes. pretty much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, and there's going to be a plenty of people from uh, previous Star Trek shows. You can see that uh, both um, uh, Jonathan Frakes' character, yeah, yes. uh, yeah, Riker, R- Riker, and Deanna Troy, yep. are going to be in a later episode. And uh, Seven of Nine, yes, friggin' absolutely Voyager, and, yeah, and yeah. Hugh, and Hugh from Iborg, uh, right, season five. <laughs> that one I also just recently watched. <laughs> but it's it's going to feel weird when there's episodes that don't have somebody from an older Star Trek show in it. Yeah. I, I think you're going to see a lot of that, though. I'm I, sure you I, will. I understand. Well, first of all, it's already been renewed for season two, which is good. But I understand yeah. the Doctor wow. from DS9 is has, is appearing in some form or another. Best year? Doctor? Oh, did I say DS9? I'm sorry. I meant Voyager. Oh, okay. Just the Doctor. Oh, the Doctor. Yeah, yeah. Robert yeah. Picardo. Yes. Yeah. The yeah, emergency hologram. Dude, Al is just nerd flexing <laughs> like a mofo this episode. Mash and Star Trek is and oh guitar is what I do when I leave here. <laughs> it's like Al's gun show right now. It well, is. <laughs> Chris Berg is in the chat and he said the name of this episode should be Al's Audible Boner. <laughs> Boing! Because he's having a nerdgasm over Star he, Trek. He, he just says the title of a Star Trek series and Al's like, oh, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> the guy, the doctor, him, yes. Oh. I'll name the series, you tell me the year. Yeah. <laughs> This full of data. Go. I, oh, I don't actually know. I don't <laughs> oh, I got stumped on the first one. <laughs> I'm redeeming myself that, from like, that <laughs> uh, trivial pursuit that we did. Oh, yes, please. <laughs> That's a bad recall right there. Yeah, it is. Um, I did want to point out, because I just think it's kind of interesting, uh, one of the things that made Star Trek what it was throughout almost all of the series was it was about a ship. It was about exploration. It was about going to deep space. It was boldly going where no one had gone Except before. for Deep Space Nine, which was a parking lot. <laughs> it was a hotel. It was a so, hotel. Yeah. Um, this one does not appear to be that at all. Yeah. It looks like they will go into space. Oh, there will be some space, but it'll just be traveling. It'll be getting yeah. from point A to point B. They're clearly going to be looking for something, searching for yeah. someone, something. Uh, and I expect, again, based on just the previews and things that we've seen, that most of the combat's going to be hand-to-hand combat. You're not going to see a lot of ship battles. Right. Picard, at this point, doesn't even have a ship. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I'm so, sure that will that will come, you know, with uh, subsequent episodes. So I think you're going to see more spy type stuff, more ninja type stuff, more yeah. hand to hand stuff. I want to see Picard go hand to hand, man. <laughs> it has to happen eventually, right? Yeah. And yeah. It is, it's going to feel real weird to see but Patrick like Stewart he'll, he'll beat be like somebody a, up. He'll be a surprise, like there'll be a fight or whatever, and he'll just pull out a gun and psh, yeah. like Indiana like Jones. Jones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, there'll be some alien. And Picard be like, you know what? Smoke you. Speaking of that, shut up. On the the topic of that analogy, I don't know if this is a legit story or not, but I had heard that Harrison Ford ad libbed shooting that guy. That scene? Uh, Yeah, because he was sick. He was sick, like with the flu or something, Uh and wanted to go home. And they're like, well, Harry, we got (laughs) to. We got to film the scene first, yeah. and so the guy does all his little ninja moves, and he was supposed to fight him. And Harrison Ford just ad lib pulling out his gun, shooting the guy, and the guy reacted like an improv thing and just died. And they're like, "All right, we're done. You can go." Home. <laughs> that's amazing. I hope that's, that's true. Yeah, that is I, the most Harrison Ford yes, story I've I ever don't heard. No, for sure, if that's true. But I had heard that story, and I love it. Those yeah. are my favorite like movie type stories when you yeah. find out that like stuff. This stuff wasn't in the script. The actor just rolled with it and improvised, and yeah. it, it worked. And I feel that, like there are definitely certain actors that you. Get with that in mind. Yeah. Like I'm gonna okay, we're gonna here's the script, but here's these points where I'm just gonna let Robert Downey Jr. play because yeah. he's gonna give me some gold. Mm-hmm. Well, since the Hulk hand is here. <laughs> oh yeah. no. And we are talking about yeah. improv. 
I find yeah. out. Oh, my he... God. Put that down. Oh, yeah. oh, I forgot. We're this way. <laughs> yeah. Don't threaten me. I don't like um, it at all. I was, uh, well, I saw it in an interview where they had brought in a kid from like a Make-A-Wish type of thing yeah. for the filming of Ragnarok during the big fight scene between Thor and, and Hulk. And Hulk. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that it was the kid who came up with the line of, hey, I know him from hey, work. Hey, that's my guy from work. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't really? know that. That's kid awesome. said that, and they're like, oh, I'm so using that. Like, that's <laughs> awesome. Kid, dude. I'm using that line. That, for sure. I know it's a make yeah. a wish thing. That's going to make that kid's whole life. Well, there's a, yeah. yeah. Like, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Hopefully, well, it's a very long life. Yes, and I hope so, it, it was extended. Still. I hope it's still with us. a much but. sweeter story than the one I'm about to share, but in Seinfeld, <laughs> there's an episode where uh, Jerry's dating a girl, and the whole thing is he never got her name. And the joke is she's like, well, you know, rhymes with the part of the female anatomy. So the whole episode, he's trying to think of what her name is. Um, well, like George comes up with Mulva or something like that. <laughs> but they, So, like, before the big at – the, at the end, Jerry realizes what it is and says it to her. But before they filmed that scene, the writers came out and was like, hey, just for fun, does anyone want to try and guess the name with the, with the studio audience? And some woman in the audience said, Dolores. And they were like, that's way better than what we wrote. And they changed the script <laughs> because of the audience member had a better yeah. than what they had written. Yeah. Right. I hope they got I hope they got a writer's credit. <laughs> yeah. Got paid for that. I hope that every time that runs in syndication, I hope they get like two cents. <laughs> just really angry. <laughs> they just gave him one uh, Kenny Rogers roast. Chickens. Yeah, exactly. yep. like, Thank you for your contribution. <laughs> yep. Uh, but yeah, I guess to put a pin in Picard, very happy with it. Cool. Uh, can't wait for subsequent episodes. Um, and to see some of the other uh, guest stars from TNG. Yeah. I told Chuck uh, after I watched it that I do want new story. I do want new characters. But after opening uh, with the Enterprise D and seeing Data and Picard, and then it goes on to this next scene where somebody ends up dying, to a new character dies. And I was like, I'm glad he's dead because I want new, <laughs> but I'm not ready for it yet. I just got Data and Picard in 10 forward on the D. Right. And I'm not ready for this yet. <laughs> we got Data and Picard on the D. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we're going to take a break. Erica, Erica's coming in. We're going to talk about the WWE Royal Rumble, which was this past weekend. We'll give you uh, Are you going to tell your story, Steve? Can we tease? It's up to you guys. Yeah, he, please. Yeah. Stick yeah. around. So, uh, Steve got a, has a great wrestling-related story. Well, that I think love. we should tell him what happened, that it was he pissed off Vince McMahon. Stick around for that. Yeah, somebody <laughs> in this room is pissed off Vince McMahon, and it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you may have. I may have. He just doesn't but know who I don't you know. are. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's like, God damn that fat head face. Yeah. <laughs> him and his stupid fat head, fat face. Now I can't use this for all my clips for WrestleMania for the rest of because he got big fat James head. Yeah. <laughs> Pull that Seth Rollins photo off Instagram. It's got that uh, big fat head, fat face in the background. We're coming back, Nerd Radio. This is Nerd Radio. I want nothing. <laughs> I want absolutely nothing. There's no prize to win here. We're all losers. Memory, huh? I like that. Yeah, I have no idea what the hell we were talking about, but no, I like I like that uh, the clip from the show is is in the production. Yeah, well, at least that <laughs> makes sense that my voice is in there. <laughs> He's calling everybody losers, though. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't think I was even involved in that. No, you, you were, were not. not. No, were not strictly that was a me and Al segment right yep. there. It's Chuck Bean with you for more Nerd Radio, along with Al Beck and James. We're joined this week, of course, by Mr. Steve Black, talking about some Star Trek, and now we're joined by uh, Eric Manis. Hey, y'all. Which means it's time for some Squared Circle Roundtable. We had uh, the Royal Rumble this past week. And another thing that we'll get to is uh, at the beginning of the month, we had Wrestle Kingdom, which yeah, is we'll, the big New Japan. We'll run through that quick because sure. it, it has been a month. And I'm literally, I think, the only person in here that watches uh, New Japan on, on the reg. Because sure. like, yes. Al, 
no offense, you don't even watch WWE. And no, Steve, no. you've openly expressed to me how silly you find wrestling. So, <laughs> silly. so that's fine. I mean, teach their own. There it's isn't fine. a single spaceship in wrestling. <laughs> he does Not yet. Wait till somebody launches there as like an intergalactic plenty of warrior. Big D's, though. Plenty of big D's. Oh, wait, 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 wait. There is a wrestling crossover, though. The Rock was in Deep Space Nine. He was. Ooh, I remember the, I remember the ads for that one. I don't one. recall that. And there yep. is that, uh, oh, God, like Supernatural slash... Uh, like alien character on AEW, the woman. Yeah. Oh yeah, her, her name escapes me at the moment, but she does the the thing where she she boops people's nose. Sure, and like it's I don't know, it's a well, thing. Far more important than any of that, though. Suburban Commando. All right, oh, I just well. want to put that. Yeah, out. that At least we forget. <laughs> Is that a person or a name of an episode? <laughs> it's a Hulk Hogan it's a movie. Hulk Hogan movie, comedy oh. classic. Yeah, yeah you don't oh, remember goodness. that and one? The, the Undertaker plays yeah. an intergalactic bounty hunter or something. Yeah. Yep. I forgot what other wrestler was with The Undertaker. I can't remember either, him. but yeah. Those are two wrestlers. Yep. I just remember. You're a dead man. <laughs> yeah. That's why you guys don't talk, brother. Yeah. <laughs> so this past weekend. Robert <laughs> Commando. So this past weekend was the Royal Rumble, the uh, the the beginnings of uh, the road to WrestleMania. It's essentially where WrestleMania season starts. And WrestleMania, I, I say even when you're not super into wrestling, WrestleMania is typically the one everyone should see. Yeah, it's your Super Bowl. It's your yeah. you know World Series of even, wrestling. Even on a bad year, like you can you can take the temperature of what WWE is like by yeah. watching that year's WrestleMania, which is kind of cool. And the Royal Rumble is a fun match too because it's a battle royal. But instead of having all the guys in the ring to start, it starts with two guys, and then every ninety seconds another guy joins until they've gone through the thirty guys that yeah. are supposed to be in it. And you got to throw a guy over the top rope, and the last guy standing gets to go to WrestleMania and face the champion. This year, um, we this is the third year that we got a women's and a men's Royal Rumble. That sounds right. Yes, I believe. And uh, on the men's side, we got Drew McIntyre uh, yeah. winning the Royal Rumble, which it was a it was a neat match too because uh, the gimmick this year was that Brock Lesnar, who is the champ on Raw, decided instead of waiting to see who was going to win the Royal Rumble to face him or to to possibly challenge him, he just entered the Royal Rumble as number one with the idea that he was going to take out the other 29 guys before they could even get to WrestleMania to take him on. I'm and, amazed that he didn't do that. Yeah. I was shocked. I'm that, glad it didn't happen. Oh, I'm so yeah. glad, too, but I was like, he's going to win. Like, he's he's going to win. Yeah, I didn't gonna think he was going to win, but I knew it was going to, there was going to be a long period of time where he was going to do exactly what he did, which was every person that came in got annihilated within about a minute, and then he would just wait for the next guy. Uh, until they finally built up a couple dudes to take him out. I was impressed, A, that Brock Lesnar was in the ring as long as he was. True. Because he tends to get blown up real fast. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> and Yes, we get it. You don't know what we're talking about, Steve. <laughs> Cheese and rice. I was waving at my friend. Come on. And uh, <laughs> we're entertaining ourselves over here. That's... <laughs> and B, I was I was entertained with um, some of the stuff like the Shelton Benjamin stuff that yeah. he did was really fun. Yeah. And, and the fact that he sold for a lot of the guys yeah. like Keith Lee and, right. and stuff was really cool to see. I, I also read yesterday that there was a, the, the news was that there was a backstage altercation between him and Matt Riddle because Matt Riddle is relentless on Twitter. Oh, yeah, it's all the old Him and Goldberg. Yeah. Um, and, and Brock Lesnar was like, you might as well stop. Everybody. You might as well stop tagging me because we're never going to work together. Mm-hmm. So I, I initially when you th- you hear that there was an altercation, you're like, oh, no, what happened? But I, I was kind of impressed that that was the 
that's that the was story. the extent of it. Yeah. yeah, that it wasn't you know like they got physical with each other or they called each other names or something like that. Well, it's I think just it's like, all... look, I I get that you're having fun, but you are promising the crowd something that is never going to happen. So you might as well stop. Well, he's been doing it with Jericho. He's been doing it with Goldberg. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, doing it with Brock. It's just it's just getting his name out there. Right. I mean, I'd like to see Matt Riddle go up against all all those guys. Right. I I, I like him. He's the bro dude, which is so weird because I'm so anti bro dude, but I'm like I love the bro dude in is... the ring. He comes in with flip-flops, kicks them off, <laughs> you know? Him and the other guy, they had the tag team, the Bruisers or whatever. Yeah, the Broser the, the Broser weights. Uh, I was like, yeah. oh, man. Uh, on the women's side, I, I can't even remember. Oh, Charlotte won. Yeah. Which was disappointing because you had uh, Shayna Baszler in there. Mm-hmm. And I really, really... That's who I thought was going to win. I really thought we were going to get Shayna Baszler versus Becky Lynch because Shayna trained with Ronda Rousey and Becky took the belt a year ago oh, off of Ronda Rousey. That storyline. That would have been yeah. such a good little story to build up the... The match. Right. Now, Charlotte, when you win, you get to face either the Raw or the SmackDown champion. So Charlotte could decide to take the belt off Bayley mm-hmm. over on SmackDown. Um, but, man, I was really looking forward to a Shayna Baszler-Becky Lynch-WrestleMania match. Yeah, that's who I thought. I thought Shayna Baszler was, was going to end up winning it. Um, this is the first time I filled out any kind of, like, gambling type of deal okay. with the wrestling. Yeah. So I filled out, like, a DraftKings thing. Yeah. And I I did really well on the Women's Royal Rumble. Yeah. By picking, I picked Alexa Bliss. Uh, she ended up coming out first. Um, I picked Shayna Baszler. She came out last, uh, you know, and I had Charlotte in there and there was a couple of women that I picked that didn't do anything. Right. You know, <laughs> you live Morgan. Uh, I had like two, two, almost 2000 yeah. points. You had mentioned the DraftKings things to me. And I think that's very interesting that DraftKings has betting on a thing. That it is, I mean, WWE is very open about the fact that the out, you know, the outcome, like it's about the entertainment. It's the not- outcome is predetermined and you're betting on the fact that you're, as smart as whoever's predetermined right. the outcome. But it's really strange to think that with a predetermined outcome, you can still bet on it because they could just check gra- DraftKings and see what the odds are and change the outcome could, the yeah. day of. Totally. I'm, mm-hmm. sure, I'm sure they've done that in the past. So, I mean, and it's we've done uh, leagues like this before sure. like in the road to WrestleMania where we try to, where, where we, you know, draft different teams. And, and you're, you're basically, because... The creative team reports to Vince, and Vince has final say. You are trying to guess the whim of one of the most insane millionaires, billionaires, I don't know how much is now worth sure. at this point, um, who has ever lived. So trying to get inside the, the head of that man is um, a frightening concept. A gamble <laughs> in and out of itself. Yes. That's, that's well, fair. Well, that's a lead-in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't think Erica was in here for the tease. Steve once pissed off Vince McMahon. We're going to get that story later at the end uh, of the segment. Well, yeah. here's the thing. You're not dead right now, so you're fine. <laughs> like, if he would have gone, like, if, he, if you really pissed him off, like, like, he would have gotten your ass by now, please. Right. <laughs> Come on. There were some other fun matches on Sunday as well. I thought The Fiend and Daniel Bryan was really good. Yep. I thought that was... That it was, was nice to see him not in that red light, that overpowering yeah. red light. I appreciated the match not being in the red light, but I have to say that The Fiend title looks really dumb in, in natural lighting. Well, I think it looks dumb even in the dark light. So <laughs> you so, just took the mask you put on your face and you just glued it to your belt. Fiend. Right. So his it. matches are in some ominous lights? Yeah, yeah, you know how Kane used to come out and yeah. you'd do the thing and the but, red lights would yeah. come out? Like... He his entire match in the last year, all his matches are completely in that red light. See, I'm familiar, obviously, changing lighting for an entrance, but yeah. to the point where your character is so powerful, right? Well, yeah, and I think that it was changes the, idea. the lighting of the arena for yeah. the duration because he match. wears that Joker slash Slipknot looking mask, so like it's supposed to be like a horror movie when the fiend comes out. So they tried and use the lighting to make it 
look yeah and that's what i thought forever is that maybe the lighting is like that because in natural lighting that mask doesn't look very good looks the mask bad. looks amazing no the mask looks great the contacts he puts in looks great that really helps sell the character yeah the lantern he brings the the bray wyatt yep. mouth open with the light coming out of his mouth is a cool little yeah. feature too hmm. uh, there's so much stuff about that character that's awesome and but to finally see him in the light like actually i thought the light made him look even more like creepy yeah because he's got so, like so that weird unitard yeah the, the weird unitard he wears um right the striped pants like yeah. it's so much creepy stuff that you actually don't see when he's just wrestling in the red light it might be neat if they just put the spotlight on the ring and then darken all the other lights yeah so like, that would work too because that would that would feel more like a horror movie but who yeah. knows that was a cool match and i thought oscar and uh, becky lynch did a fine job as well as, as, as for the title match yeah i thought that had some good stuff in it wasn't paying much attention during that match i don't know what what, what was going on but I, right um it was a hot mess for me i don't mean to make this all about me uh briefly please but, do <laughs> but no sunday was a bit of a mess because yeah, you had grammys to cover yeah yeah that's like, true me and my team had to cover the grammys which there wasn't a lot to cover for me but then before we we actually like watch the pre-tell stuff like the stuff they give away before the telecast and have to report on that and then obviously Kobe. Kobe. So, like, since my a majority of my team actually had music news to cover, so I'm watching Kobe updates. I have my eye on the Grammys, which is on like my TV, and then my husband's laptop is streaming the Royal Rumble. So I'm on screens and overload, and it, there was just it was a long. Day. I'm sure. So I missed some stuff in the Rumble, but um, I I was. Then leave us. You have no place in this segment. <laughs> Oh, like I'm, I should, like I, I'm like, pipe your ass down. <laughs> Al is so full of himself today, let I'm me like, tell you. Wow. I invited Steve. <laughs> we want to continue talking Star Trek. <laughs> I, I believe at this point you hit him with a chair or something, like, right? Yeah. Isn't that how that works? Like, That's how that works. My big ring is closest to him. I'm like, Al's going to get wrecked today. <laughs> he is. He's One asking for it. He's gone. He's absolutely asking for it. Check yourself before you wreck yourself, Al. Also, yeah. also uh, I think the MVP of, of Sunday night has to be Beth Phoenix. Oh yeah, oh, because yeah. she she yeah. cracked the back of her head oh. on something and oh. and, was, and continued to be in the match for another twenty minutes. Forever. By the time yeah, by yeah. the time she was out of the match, the entire back of her head, her blonde hair was red. Yeah, mm-hmm. from 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 bleeding. Yeah, it looked like a plate of spaghetti. Right, glued to the back. of her And head. it was really cool. to the the big uh, return was Edge in uh, the men's row rumble, moment. and that Which was kind of cool because everybody's like, "Oh my God, Edge is back! Edge is back!" And I'm like. When I watched wrestling, I was really into it. He was just a, another one of Gangrel's vampires. What's the big deal? <laughs> cool vampire guys back. No, he had yeah. a, he had a real cool run. Um, but at the same he time, he hurt like, himself, didn't he? Like, didn't he have to? He retire? had to retire early because of uh, neck like complications. Three okay, right. Together now. Yeah. But it's interesting to see some of these people that have had to hang it up because of uh, physical limitations. Like after a couple of years, you, you know, famously Daniel Bryan yeah. didn't get to wrestle for mm, years yeah. because of concussions and had to go to a billion doctors to finally get cleared and say like, look, I'm okay. I can get back in the ring. Do you hear the details about Edge's uh, uh, contract though with the WWE? Did anyone hear about that? No. I, mean, I don't know why I'm looking at you two. Go ahead and I'm fill not- us in. I think, yeah. I think I know where you're going, but go ahead and fill I us just in. just heard three years. Uh, yeah. So, well, first of all, the fact he went, he went to AEW to, see what type of deal he could he could get with them uh probably just so he could then go to the wwe and say okay vince beat this right uh so normally contracts in the wwe last for five years now they are like he signed a three-year deal which makes sense because he'll be 49 mm-hmm. uh once he's done uh um, just gonna be 49 in three years oh my god mm-hmm. yeah he, he looks he's he was in better shape at the royal rumble than he had ever been when he was active before his next stuff 
Uh, he still moves in mysterious ways. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong edge. Yeah. Yeah. There you edge. go. Anyway, so three-year deal. Three-year deal. Uh, five matches, like three minimum matches, a total of 25 appearances per year. It doesn't have to be a match every single time. Um, it could be. Who knows what's going to happen? But uh, three mil a year. Three mil a year. Yeah. Whew. So, I mean, he has like a Brock deal. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure. I, I think hmm. Brock makes uh, eight figures, uh, not sevens, but still three mil a year for three but years. Five matches for five minimum matches. of three. Yeah, and and here's the thing. Okay, I know you didn't really care much about. Yeah, his I know he's, I, and he, it's fine. Yeah. But I really hope this means that the Undertaker will sit his ass out. We do not need him. He is in horrible shape. Right. He, his last few matches have been god-awful. Once yeah. again, well, we can re- go back to, go away, dead man! Yes! I will allow you that other outburst for Cordy Harry and the Hendersons again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, well, no. if Edge is going to be 49, Undertaker's going to be 112 at this point. <laughs> right. It, it seems like it. it just it, like It's time to hang him up. Yeah. We already it's, have a legacy guy in there who is going to deliver, yeah. who's not going to be lumbering the whole time. So just sit your ass down. Well, the the edge. I mean, when you revealed what Edge's age would be, I mean, my God, that made me feel old. Because the thing is, when I hear names that I recognize, it's been. I was super into wrestling. I was watching wrestling when Edge made his his debut. Right. You know, like me and James are kind of yeah. joking about. It. I remember the the promo videos of him just sort of like dangling a foot off of the side of a building. Yeah. And just a guy in a trench coat. Just, yeah. Who's you know, this mystery man? Who's yeah. Put his life like on the line and run and slide in into the, the ring traffic. under the bottom rope and all that yeah. stuff. So like, when I hear names, I recognize. I'm like, oh my God, how old are they now? You know, right? Well, he's had nine years of rest, so he's well. <laughs> was it nine years ago he retired? Yeah. Oh yeah. my god! Yeah, I was out of wrestling then. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was out of wrestling when he got his big push and be, you know, became a big deal. Like, when's when wrestling was, going to the villages? Yeah, <laughs> might, might already be there. Some, yeah. some parts of it. So, Erica, uh, we talked a little bit about uh, Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, was at the beginning of this month. That's New Japan's essentially their WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Um, what What are some of the highlights that you can tell our, our people listening to us that possibly do not know much about New Japan? What were some of the things that uh, were were the big matches this year? Okay, like it's going to take. I will try to make this as super quick as humanly possible because I could easily do a, a substantially oh, I'm sure. tight. 20 right. on this. Yeah. Uh, but uh, first of all, uh, Wrestle Kingdom was split up into two nights, which I sincerely hope WrestleMania considers doing because even w- my husband and I, we woke up, it aired live from Tokyo. We got our asses up at two in the morning to watch this jazz. And I have no regrets. Uh, even with waking up that early, splitting the card into two nights was it, it, just a far better watch than like, an eight nine hour show, which was WrestleMania last year. Right, it's too it's too much. Yep. you're asking too much for that from that crowd. By the time the main event gets there, everyone's everyone's just tired. No one wants to cheer for. I wanted to curse, but I, I'm trying to I'm trying to behave. <laughs> DMX is best. here for you. We've got DMX to cover. I, I don't. Well, still, either way, it's it's too long. It's too long to sit down and watch a thing live. Uh, I mean. Big takeaways, you had the Jericho-Tanahashi um, match, which if Tanahashi won, uh, he would get a an AEW title shot. Right. Uh, Tana lost. Uh, he uh, Jericho made him tap, which was very surprising. Um, I had no idea. Like, I didn't – I thought the it wouldn't be a clean finish. 
I thought it was sure. going to be a little little sketch. Uh, and, and well, truth be told, I thought Tana was going to win because I feel like so many AEW fans and so many New Japan fans, uh, especially American ones who are both like me, were like, okay, this is it. This right. is that they're finally going to go into business with one another. This is fantastic. Everyone's excited. And then nothing happened. Uh, but then Jericho gave the presser after the match and said, like, look, um, get over whatever petty business BS you have between each other or whatever happened, you know, just with the elite guys uh, leaving New Japan and starting AEW with Tony Khan, get over it because together we can all make a lot of money. So bury the hatchet. Let's work together. Get just get over yourself. So hopefully that will come to fruition. Of course, now with the Marty Skrull stuff, which I don't know how deep we even want to get into that. Yeah, because Marty Skrull, we, everyone expected he was going to join everybody over at All Elite Wrestling, and instead he signed a contract with uh, he, NWA. No, he re-signed with Ring of Honor. Oh, okay. He's now going to be uh, one of the bookers there. Uh, he's doing stuff with NWA. He's got like a, a thing going on with Nick Aldis. He showed up at a New Japan show uh, this week because New Japan's currently in the United States doing some tours Interesting. and some shows. So there's a lot of crap happening over there. The big when- takeaway I got from New Japan was the um, the after John Moxley won his match, Minoru Suzuki came out well, and they essentially teased that that might be his next New Japan. Oh, opponent. it is like that's going to happen at uh, New Beginning on February 9th in Osaka. Yeah. So- so, and that dude, like Minoru Suzuki, is legit scary. He's the one guy out of New Japan I know because he's just this scary Japanese guy that hits people really hard. Minoru Suzuki too is over fifty. I think he might be fifty-one, fifty-two, but like he can still go. I, I think that's the most impressive thing. Just seeing, and and he's still legitimately frightening. Like I do follow him on Instagram, and you see him like. Oh, hanging out with like random people at a coffee shop, or right. like he's he's a big guy who uh, who's into like his sock game. So it's like here's more Minoru Suzuki socks. Where I'm like, you're still the scariest man <laughs> yeah. I have ever seen. But nice socks. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Are they looks, argyle by chance? He looks no, like he, 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 he looks stamps. like he could be he could be like a thug in the yakuza. Yes, like he's like like a mafioso type of guy. Like he's gotcha. very oh yeah, everything is good, but he could turn on a dime and murder you. So that's that's the appeal of his character. Uh, well, uh, leading into the Minoru Suzuki thing, uh, you had Moxley who faced off against Lance Archer in a Texas Death Match. It was a great match. I thought it it was it it didn't border into uncomfortable violence. It was just violent enough to where like this is sort of disturbing, but I'm not scared. Right. You know, not unlike his match with Kenny Omega, where there was that barbed wire net. That they used that was just really uncomfortable. I, that's that's not my jazz. Um, and then you well, you had your main events. You had back to back nights with those two matches with Jay White, uh, Kota Ibushi, uh, Tetsuya Naito, and oh my god, oh K- Kazuchika Okada. So they there was basically kind of like a round sounds like she's making names. Up. <laughs> 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 then Akira Takasaki came in and he did some stuff with Manuro Niyahara. But the thing is, these four guys you watch New Japan also. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Calm down there, Cheech. <laughs> Cheech Marin over here. Sorry. Long, <laughs> long story short, these four guys faced off in, in their uh, various main events, and the whole point was to uh, eventually have in the main event have title versus title. The Intercontinental Champion would be going up against the heavyweight champion. There's never been a double champion in New Japan history, um, and it, it 
effing happened. So the the end, the end result, you had Okada going up against Naito. Okada was the heavyweight champion. Naito was the Intercontinental uh, champion. Uh, both guys are beloved in Japan. They are beloved in New Japan. And it's uh, the crowd, like, was very polite as is the Japanese way like everyone still remains seated like if this if this crap happened in America people would be throwing chairs standing room only just it'd be it'd be insane uh but Naito ended up winning which was kind of shocking because Okada's been their boy for so long and you know he had both belts he's given his promo at the end of the night and then Kenta came in and ruined it yeah Uh, and to give you context because none of you have any idea what I'm talking about uh in New Japan, in, in traditionally with their shows, they like to leave like on a high note. They like to leave a show. doesn't matter if it's a big pay-per-view or a house show. They like to leave on a high note. So when a villain comes in and clocks their new double champion and like, like a hush comes across the crowd, like that doesn't happen in New Japan. So the fact that they booked it that way is very intriguing for the future. And hmm. I am very excited for the year to come. Interesting. All right. Well, yes. Steve, uh, get in here on this camera here so we don't have uh, the, the chat over your face here. I want to hear this story about the time you pissed off Vince McMahon. As do I. I want you to share this with everybody. It's going to be a three-second story. We've made people wait all this time. <laughs> it really isn't that great. I'm just telling you right now. Uh, now I'll have the chat on my face. Yeah, Al can help me with the year on this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, was it a, WrestleMania where they're all in the ring and they try to throw each other out? That Royal would Rumble. be the Royal Rumble. Rumble. Yep. Yeah. I thought, is that what that's called? That's the Royal Rumble. Yes. Yep. Yeah. All right. So this was at the Pontiac Silverdome and it was one of the first or second to ever happen. Okay. WrestleMania 2? Yeah, I was going to say WrestleMania 3. 3 was, three? The, one was the, the one Silver Silver Dome. Because yeah. that had Andre and Hogan in it. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So I was, was at 86, a, something like that. 87. 87? Yeah. Radio station at the time called Z Rock. Yeah. And so, you know, the young, crazy people, and they wanted, hey, can we bring Vince McMahon in? And I was like, yeah, sure. Who? I, oh like, God. I didn't really even know who he was. Mm-hmm. And so I came in, I did the professional, you know, radio thing, and he was kind of like, I can tell you're not really into this. And I'm like, well, I'm, I like real sports. <laughs> <laughs> no! Steve! <laughs> no! Yeah, so I was like, you know, uh, yeah, I'm not against violence. I watch hockey and, you know, (laughs) and football where there's real contact and, you know. Real athletic ability, but they do have that in the wrestling. It's just all predetermined. Yes, but back then they used to pretend like it wasn't predetermined. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Back then it was, dude, don't say bad things about wrestling. Still real me, damn it. Yeah. Now, granted, he was probably putting on a show because that's what he does, but he, he raised his voice a little bit and like, oh, so you think it's fake. You are officially invited to be in the ring at the Silverdome. We want you to come wrestle with Andre the Giant. And I'm going, no. <laughs> so, Erica, he did try to have him killed. Oh, yeah. Honestly, Be- yeah. Because Andre may have. Because yeah, oh, he would have told Andre, he's like, hey, this is a radio guy in Detroit up. that doesn't think wrestling's real. And Andre would have bent you in half, yeah, man. He would have heard exactly you. what I was thinking. Because part of me was like, ooh, a story to tell my grandkids. I yeah. was in the ring with yeah, Hulk Hogan. You got to survive long enough to and have the grandkids. Like, 
you know he's going to tell somebody, hey, this is the guy who doesn't believe the pain is real. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, he'll make sure they actually really smack you around. Right. Right. Yeah. Too. Funny thing is, I did watch that Andre the Giant documentary with the one on HBO, mm-hmm. and he wouldn't have broken a bone, but I think he would have hurt you a little bit. Yeah. Just to, yeah. I think he can hurt you by least. looking yeah. at you, for God's sake. Yeah, he would have he done something. He clap your hands and blow you out of the ring. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that dude was huge. Yeah. That's, so that's really, funny. that was kind of the only story... Uh, I enjoyed it. I thought it was. I think it's great. I, I thought it was worth. Yeah. You know, he wasn't like a real jerk afterwards or anything. You know, we kind of shook hands. He yeah, was, it's all showing. So it does. Yeah, it does yeah. sound like he he just sort of went into character. Yeah, that, yeah. that's yeah. the that's the funny thing, yeah. especially with a lot of wrestlers, but especially with Vince McMahon, yeah. is that he can like turn the character on and yeah. off so quickly. And like he that. probably wasn't super insane billionaire at that point either. Was and this no, he was time, just he was just a mildly enraged millionaire. Yeah, right. Yes. right. <laughs> I was just like, by, Wrestle, by WrestleMania three, he knew he was on to something yes I, I i think he was genuinely taken aback though when i said i like real sports. yeah like when I'm i sure. threw that in he yeah. was like, but he's like, also oh, he's like i'm gonna give this kid hell <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly he's like, all, all right. he, at the time he's also like no one knows that yet <laughs> you know at that time too correct me if i'm wrong but he was like a commentator that yes he was yeah. the owner yeah, yeah. but, but it wasn't was... common knowledge that he was the owner right. he was known as the color commentator yep because yep. mm-hmm. i think if i remember and god this was a long time ago 30 years ish yeah yeah Roughly. Yeah. Something like that. Yes, I'm that old. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Um, yeah, I, I was on the radio I back then. I appreciate that you were on the radio back then when I was still a child, so I'm, I'm not the old person. <laughs> yeah. Specifically, I'm the old person. Oh, yeah. trust me. I'm the old person in yeah. this room. Yeah. Uh, but Steve I do remember. Steve tongue when I was like, 49? Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> 49? Jesus Christ. Kill yourself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you might as well just be dead. Well, you referred to somebody as 51, and I was like, don't say anything. Don't, say anything. <laughs> don't let the world know you're 51. Maybe that should be the title of this episode. How old is Steve Black? <laughs> or don't let the world know, don't let the world know you're 51. I like that. Thank you, Steve. Ouch. I'll tell you what, it's a real different show sitting over here. Yes. Oh, am no I supposed res- to be pushing buttons over here, by the way? Yeah. There's no responsibility over there. Why do you think I didn't want to give that seat up? I see. I see I, now. I move over here, and I've got drops, and I'm doing social media. Yeah. Oh, no! Want me to fade back around that way? So yes. Can, uh, yes. Do your closing sure. stuff? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, we're, I'm we're tagging like, in and out. I'm glad there you, you didn't die, Steve. Yeah, yeah me too. That <laughs> That's yikes. All right, we're coming back with a little bit more Nerd Radio. Jesus, we've been talking for 25 minutes. <laughs> All right. Erica! Make sure you follow us on social media. At, uh, Damn Nerd, it! I'm Nerd like, Radio. you son of a bitch. You shut up. <laughs> Make sure you follow us on social media at Nerd Radio 101. We'll be right back. It's only like five minutes each. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you divide it up. This is Nerd Radio. What? Wow. What? (laughs) Chuck? What? I like that Mario Brothers and Snails Man show. Isn't it great? It was interesting. I found that forever ago, and I remember when I was first putting the show together, and I was like, oh, I got to use that. That's amazing. It's closer in Super Mario Brothers. Somebody timed it out, so it works perfectly. Good stuff. It's Chuck being back with a little bit more Nerd Radio. you keep using my voice on the intros, I'm going to make you DMX over it. Whatever. <laughs> you keep interrupting me when I'm trying to do all the important stuff. Oh, Here's it's none out. of it's he important. He doesn't have the DMX over it. All he has to do is just put the new one in, cut out the old one. <laughs> yeah, you can it. say whatever you want. Right. Son of a bitch. <laughs> He's got creative control over here. Uh, Find us on Twitter and Instagram and YouTube and every place else at Nerd Radio 101. We are, as a podcast, you can find us on WRAF.com. We're also in 
Boston. Boston at rock 929rocks.com. <laughs> I love that part of your thing is to remind me it's Boston yeah, and not Chicago. Well, yeah. <laughs> and of course, Tallahassee. We're on Twitch. Uh, we're on the Twitch stream for Checkpoint XP every Wednesday morning. Tell them, James. Yep. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Checkpoint XP. James Albeck and Steve Black joining me for this week's Nerd Radio. We had a fun show. Yeah, it's been all right. Time. I'll tell you what, I uh, I wasn't feeling it when I woke up. I woke up super early this morning. I got here super early this morning because I, I woke saw up you early. early. Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing there were people, people here already. People on the Twitch stream. Can, <laughs> you got up early. this Yeah, morning. no people on the Twitch stream can see that. Like I got the bags going on. I didn't sleep well, um, but we had a you do kind of look like a talking corpse when I'm looking at the screen. Now. Oh, little my bit. God. A <laughs> little bit. I can. Oh, no. I could use a nap. I, you know what? My chest was a little tight coming up the stairs. If this is, a, if you guys don't ever see another nerd radio, you know what He's happened. Got the coronavirus. Oh. Yeah. Oh no! Actually, I got the I got the uh, Miller High Life virus. What's going on there. <laughs> uh, but I told That's you guys not as bad as the Natty Light virus. <laughs> no, not boy. at all. I told you guys last that week. That is instant death. Death by diarrhea. Yeah. Come on! In damn it! <laughs> Chuck has had enough of me today. <laughs> You're not even streaming in German this time. I know. A German interrupter. I told you guys it's last so week that I've been watching uh, The Witcher, and I uh, got a couple episodes left in it. But uh, io9, the website io9, conducted an interview with the uh, guy who wrote the original books that the show is based off of. Those books came out in like 95 or the something Witcher? like that. Yeah. I thought it was all based off that video game. Well, the video game's based, based off, off the books. The books? Oh, okay. We wouldn't have got a Netflix show if the video games wouldn't have been a big deal. But uh, this guy um, is very cut and dry about how he feels about it, like how he felt about the adaptation of the Witcher books. And he says that he didn't want to interfere in somebody else's interpretation of his books. So not only did he not like play the games or watch the show, but like he also didn't want to see the script. cash the check. Yeah, he didn't want to see the scripts or anything. It's like, you, you want to take my thing and, and make a show out of it? Have fun. Yeah, show Go me ahead. Money, take the cash. Cool. <laughs> I respect that. Polar opposite of Alan Moore. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. But then at the same time, uh, people ask uh, the, in the interview, they ask him, what do you think transitions best and what do you think transitions worse? And the answer to both questions was like, my name's in the credits. I'd be an idiot to tell you what was good and what was bad. <laughs> I love it. I love this guy. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a fantastic thing. They ask him about the video games. He's like, I don't play video games, so I don't know. <laughs> This guy's awesome. <laughs> I saw somebody in the comments on it say this guy gives no fucks. Yeah. Dude, this guy was Di- Diogenes in a prior, prior <laughs> kinda life. kind of is. I think he is. It's, it, it was really kind of, even at the end, it was like, any additional comments? None whatsoever. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Can we get him for the podcast? I would love to, but at the same time, I think it's, it's going to be a very cut and dry feeling, yes or no yeah, kind of interview. He's, he's very busy and doesn't have time. Yeah, that was another thing. That was another thing he'd said is that uh, the the reason why he didn't want to get too involved in the show or something like that is because he doesn't like working. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. the less work he had to do, the better. He's just sitting at home counting his royalties. Uh, exactly. But if you have watched The Witcher and you you want to go back and you want to experience stuff, the latest version, Witcher Three: Wild Hunt on Xbox One, is currently on sale on Amazon for about twenty bucks. Nice. So you can grab that. I went on Steam just to see what the Witcher games were uh, going for, and had forgotten that I'd actually bought the first one and never played it Oof. because that's how Steam works. Add that to your backlog. Yeah, it's computer games, man. You buy them and then they they showed up in your Steam log, and then you forget about them because you're trying to beat the one that's in front of you. So whatever. But speaking of games, over the weekend, um, James bought some games. I did. I saw that yeah. uh, you, you posted I about downloaded you. the bridge. That Star Trek Star Trek Bridge Crew. So we could yeah. try to get that nerd radio. The stream get a get a stream going. Yeah, General Al commanding the D, whatever <laughs> yeah. he's doing. General? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a Star Trek guy. So Admiral, General, Admiral Al, Captain, Admiral Beck, the janitor, whatever. 
<laughs> to get some in charge. But uh, uh, yeah, I got that. I downloaded the Ghostbusters like uh, yeah. the remake, and then that's so how you got Untitled Goose Game. Untitled Goose Game, which is so much fun. I don't know why is it's it? so fun, dude. I was curious yeah. because it looked like I've seen people play it, and mm-hmm. it's hilarious to watch people play. But I was curious. If it, if you would have a good time playing it, Dude, because it's I much had, more like a puzzle game. Yeah, it's absolutely a puzzle game. But it's disguised as you're a goose just causing havoc. Yeah, you're just an, like an you're asshole in a goose. Town and like, so you have a little list of things to do. One's like get the gardener wet, get access to the gardener, steal the gardener's keys, have a picnic, and then it says like collect all these items. So you got to find ways to interact with these people in there, just as a goose, either flapping your wings or just grabbing stuff and picking it up and walking it around. God damn it. Hiding it. Geese are a-holes, too. Oh, yeah. So it's like so perfect. Yeah. It's How much did that run you? Uh, I I think it was 20 bucks. Yeah, I think it's 20 bucks. Yeah. And I mean, like I'm at a point now where it's kind of mean. But you have to make a, uh, a kid buy his toy back from a store. Yep, I've seen that. And so you like steal this kid's you toy, steal toy. <laughs> and then you run over to the like, store area and you drop it down on the floor. And when the kid runs to grab his toy up, the store owner's like, no, 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 that's my plane. And then he makes him pay for the toy airplane. Yep. Like, I was like, this is so mean. But oh. I love it. It's it's actually a lot of fun and it's it's a challenging puzzle game. Yeah. Can, can you fly? Like, can, no. And so far, no. doesn't fly? No. You just you flap your wings and you honk. Yeah. And then uh, you Chase interact. People. Right. Yeah, you chase people around, but usually they chase you. And it's interesting because like, the soundtrack is interactive to what you have going on, but it seems okay. like it all like it's all supposed to be that way. So like when you interact with the human and the human's like chasing you away, it just and the music kind of spikes it, up. It seems seamless. Like the piano strokes that they put in there, like it, I'm like it seems like the soundtrack knew what I was about to do. It's weird. It's a uh, it's That's weird, cool. but uh, it's uh, it's super fun. Uh, more fun than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Like, it's more fun. I downloaded, uh, I'm in some closed beta of this game called Disintegration. Yeah. And I put that away and played the Untitled Goose Game. I'm like, I'm in on Untitled Goose Game. Forget this. I may have to buy this. So. You're selling me. But, dude, it's, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> you, you know, it'd be really fun to watch your uh, nephew play it. Oh, I bet he'd oh get a my kick God. Out of yeah, it. I'm sold 100% now. Because yeah. there's puzzles that kids could also figure out, but it's yeah. also challenging enough for an adult. Right. Because, like, right now, I don't know. There's a few things I have to I do. Think- um, and the and the part that I'm at, and I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to get this broom broken. How do I get a broom to break? You know, and the broom is what the shopkeeper chases you around with. Okay, you know, so I'm like, how am I going to get that broom out yeah. of their hands? Well, it's, it would definitely be a lot of fun to watch Jimmy play that. He's been right. playing that stupid game, I Am Bread, and you just a yeah slice of bread, and you just roll around the kitchen and get filthy. Okay, hold on, I gotta write that one down because that <laughs> sounds like a lot of fun too. I Am Bread, I, you, I Am Bread. Did you tweet out? Was it last weekend? You had uh, you had your nephew over, and you guys were playing Rocket League. Oh, a couple of weeks ago, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he destroyed you, he absolutely. You. And yeah. that okay. And so one game, it was like that one time I played Call of Duty and went like thirty and oh, you yeah. know, for my kills and whatever. So once in a while I get lucky and I am whooping his ass in Rocket League, and he got up and he reset the freaking. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> he pulled the old Nintendo he trick. He did. He <laughs> shut it down. He's like, Al, you might be beating me in Rocket League, but no one will ever know. Yeah. I'll, be, I'll be playing Smash Brothers against Amy, and she'll accidentally hit the home key on her controller. What and does I, that do? I, it takes you back to like the menu, like the oh, so it completely gets thing. you out of the game. Yeah, well, like you can hit it to go back to the game. It like it like pauses the game and puts you but in, the, in the menu. You off your but yeah, I'm like yeah. I'm, I'm whooping ass, and she'll put it in there. I'm like, hey, just <laughs> ends your combo, huh? Yeah. Have you played the the Cuphead skins on that yet? I have not unlocked no? them yet. Okay. No, I haven't tried them out. I, I haven't know. even gotten the uh, Sans the the um, Undertale skin on that yet. I really want to get that. Gotcha. You I don't get know the who little, that is. Man. It's the little skeleton dude. Okay. 
I just saw Cuphead characters were yeah. skins available. I was like, ooh. I have a PlayStation 2. <laughs> <laughs> what are you playing on it? Uh, last game I played was the college football, the NCAA football, back when they you were allowed to do that. Yeah. And then they went away. I understand they're bringing that back, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, they finally reached an agreement with uh, players being able to make money off of their... Oh, that's cool. Because I know before, they would just you just get numbers, right? You'd get the name of the schools and then just the numbers, but they wouldn't give the names or put the names on the jerseys. Well, on the version of the game I was playing, the, it was actual players. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. like Reggie Bush is on the cover back when he was in college. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. wow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't play video games. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> the title is definitely going to be How Old is Steve Black? <laughs> <laughs> Well, over the weekend, there was a sale on Steam on a game that I actually got to see uh, played right here on the Checkpoint XP Twitch on Friday. Uh, Robbie and Chad got to play with a couple of the developers of Dead by Daylight, and uh, I've been playing it a little bit. I watched Chad stream it a couple of weeks ago, and I thought it was really cool. It's kind of like the Friday the 13th game. Oh, yeah. No, I'm familiar with Dead by Daylight. Yeah. um, You got to go fix the little... Yep. Generators. Somebody plays as the, like the killer of some of some sort, and they've licensed all like the Hollow the guy from Halloween and Freddy from Michael Nightmare on Elm Street and all these guys. Yeah. Um, but I was I got to watch them Friday, which I believe the video is still up on Checkpoint XP's Twitch, so you can uh, go back in the archives and check it out. It was very fun to watch them play it, and it was on sale this week, and I finally just caved and bought it on my PC because the PlayStation version I have was the one I got with the PlayStation Network. Okay. That I downloaded. So uh, I, I, that was that was my gaming expense for the week. Oh, there you go. And that was uh, so I'm having fun with that. You'll probably get to see me stream that on my own personal Twitch. Which uh, scary guy is your favorite to hide from? Oh man, I don't know what they to call him in from, the game. I call him see, scary I like guy. I like playing. There's there's um there's a guy called the Trapper, and his particular abilities he sets bear traps down mm-hmm. that you can that uh. You, people will run over and the thing that cracks me up is you can run over your own bear trap so like he'll step in it and go like (laughs) open it up i did it like four or five times the first time i played him amy's like are you stepping in your own bear trap like this is so funny it never gets old i love it uh but speaking of video games there was a couple of stories that i wanted to uh throw by you guys before we take off this week uh one of them being that at the grammys this week uh somebody on stage had a nintendo switch really yeah so when tyler the creator came up for best rap album one of the guys that was with him had his One Nintendo his entourage. Uh, yeah, his collaborator uh, Jasper Dolphin had a Nintendo Switch with him, and somebody asked him afterwards, "Is like, why'd you bring a Nintendo Switch to the Grammys?" Which, first of all, it's a long ass show, so I I completely understand. Yeah, well, if, <laughs> it's a boring ass show. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was gonna say I didn't. Watch I'm surprised Tyler the Creator showed up. To be honest, yeah, he said he was playing Pokemon. I bet yeah. <laughs> he was just he was nice playing Pokemon at the Grammys. So that's pretty cool. And uh, the other story that uh, I feel like I need to tell you guys about is, um, you may have seen this already too, an armed robber stole $130,000 worth of merchandise from GameStop. Ooh. Um, and he was caught. That's a, that's a lot of used video games. Is, right. Well, yeah. That's, the first thing I thought was like, how did you find $130,000 worth of stuff at GameStop? But, uh, you know, then I was like, oh, wait, there's systems. He actually robbed four GameStops. Oh. So that would be uh, why. But, uh, yeah, he's in prison doing, believe he's sentenced to 10 years in prison for robbing four different GameStop stores at gunpoint. Well, that's what you get, man. Crime doesn't pay. You yeah. have a lot of games to play while he's in prison. <laughs> <You're> right. <laughs> that's the thing, too, is in the story it says that he robbed, he robbed four GameStops and he took a... He, force the, the the you know the people working there to put a bunch of systems and games like if you're robbing four game stops of like you know 30 xbox ones what in the hell are you thinking you're going to do with those yeah well he's in the prison now with his games and he's all he's got access to is this goddamn 3do take that <laughs> son of a bitch well if he'd have robbed a funko land that's probably <laughs> what he'd be stuck with <laughs> 
Yeah. Is it a regular 3DO or a C3DO? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, ah, well, you were right. It was Funkoland, and they're out of business now. So. Right. Well, I think I they just changed the name to GameStop. Oh. <laughs> I believe is what happened. Well. All right, well, uh, that's going to do it for this week's Nerd Serves Radio. Serves them right, then, for pushing that 3DO on me. <laughs> Steve, thanks for being a part of the show this week. I'm glad somebody wanted me to be <laughs> part of any show, really. We absolutely... Well, your office is right over there, so yeah. wander on in sometime. Right, for sure. Uh, join us, as I encourage you guys always, every uh, every Wednesday afternoon on Twitch at uh, Checkpoint XP backslash um, nope. Nope. It's <laughs> wow. Twitch.tv. <laughs> just let James handle it. Twitch.tv slash Checkpoint XP. James go. absolutely knows what's going on. I don't know. I'm having a... Find a thick. Uh, at, uh, hi, uh, uh, colon, semicolon, <laughs> yeah. X49er. Uh, I mean, yes. I'm on a walkie-talkie. I'm over here having an aneurysm. That's right. So. Podcast at yeah. WDRF.com and Rock929Rocks.com and at NerdRadio101 on all the social media, including YouTube. So go check out some clips there spotify spotify thanks guys spotify spotify that's it we're done see ya here's the thing (laughs) i'm in a difficult situation here i mean after all you're nerds have a great weekend see you later nerds i have spoken shouldn't wrestling be on the same night as the oscars i still have to cover that crap no i'm just saying because it's acting (laughs) <laughs> I'd be fine with him. Wow. He's fine. We're going to get Joe Coleman back in here, and he's going to be like, where's Steve Black? <laughs> yeah. Hey, Dwayne's the highest paid actor in Hollywood right now, so. Oh, I didn't doing- realize you were on the first name basis with Dwayne. <laughs> he wants to be called that right now, fucker. Okay. <laughs> She's very sensitive to the rock's feelings. Like, look, I have to be accurate. I can't just go up and be like, hey, the rock, what's going on? It's like, no, he asked to be called Dwayne. I'm not a total bitch. I'll call him Dwayne. I just not refer to him as call him Mr. Johnson. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Mr. Johnson. Please don't Mr. kill Johnson. me. Yeah. Mr. Johnson was my father. You can yeah. call me Dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Backstagecountry.com, your online home for all things country music. There are five country music superstars under 35 whose careers are skyrocketing. Several are major headliners selling out stadium shows all over the country. Text superstar to 45911 to see if Kelsey Ballerini made our list of young superstars at backstagecountry.com. Text superstar to 45911 to get a link to the list sent right to your phone from backstagecountry.com.